Hail and well-met, friends. Welcome to The GM's Notebook, a show to spark your imagination so you can run amazing games. This is a place where I can share ideas, some I've run, some I haven't run, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. My name is Jen, your friendly neighborhood GM. Today's musings consider why mysterious persons would be hauling various goods and valuables into a mine. Whenever possible, I like to highlight my inspirations to give credit to the creators because I think that's important. So today we'll start with the credits and then dive into today's notes. To the credits! I've been thinking about mines. From the mines of Moria and Lord of the Rings to the mine you get to explore in God of War 2016. And a part of this idea came from prepping for my home game, trying to think up mysterious local happenings for players to hear about and possibly explore. I wanted to use a mine that was under new ownership, something that was being used differently from how it was designed or intended. But who would those new owners be, and why would they be here in this mine? Last fall, I started reading the Drist de Warden series by R.A. Salvatore, and the protagonist Drist is an exceptional swordsman, and one of his main duties is to patrol the Underdark for threats to his hometown of Menzo Berenzon. Plot, 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 one day he comes across a group of deep gnomes, which are described as always trying to expand their own territory in the Underdark. That's the thing I needed. To the notebook! In video games, I have explored many an abandoned mine. The player is presented with a mystery of who worked here in its heyday, why did they leave, what happened, did they extract everything of value and move on? I bet they dug too deeply and too greedily and awakened something nasty. We don't want to fall too hard into a trope and bore our players, but it's a trope for a reason. It's a neat location because it provides a lot of things that make exciting adventures. So many fun Lego bricks to play with and assemble. Confined spaces, darkness, the unknown, that drippy water sound you can't quite locate, and weird beasties that lurk in the depths. It's a great place to find puzzles to access new areas, evidence of monster activity, and minecarts to ride. So. How do we add a little more interest to this classic location? And the answer is deep gnomes. Okay, let me explain. The mine in question was being excavated by Crag Cracker Mining Company, or CCM Co. I envisioned them as dwarves because I really like dwarves, but your game might be different. The company worked the silver mine quite successfully until about seven or eight years ago when they came across an underground river. I needed a reason for them to leave, to then have the space be taken over by another group. So I decided mining through water and near water would be a specialty. Some companies would have that knowledge and expertise and others wouldn't. CCM Co., whose speciality is breaking large, dense rock formations, was reassigned to a new mine and a replacement company that specialized in mining through and around water was supposed to take over. No new company ever arrived, so the mine lay abandoned. Long enough for things to get dusty, but not so long that the ropes and pulleys will have disintegrated beyond repair. Enter the Deep Gnomes. They discovered the mine about six months ago. In their natural tendency to explore the world around them, they broke through the wall of the cavern deep underground and found themselves in a mine shaft. Side note, 
I feel compelled to mention that I don't consider the Underdark to be a separate plane or another dimension. To get to the Fey Realm, you need to get to the right location at the right time of year or time of day to cross over. For me, when it comes to the Underdark, I prefer the idea that if you dig deep enough, you'll get there. Okay, back to the mine. The Deep Gnomes take a look around and decide that this would be a great place to house their Azure project. Azures, as you know are elemental creatures that resemble dwarves if dwarves were made of fire and had bronze bodies. The gnomes are trying to create one, thinking it will somehow serve them after its creation. So they've been bringing all kinds of valuables, particularly bronze items, to fund their experiments. They also have already captured a small fire elemental for this purpose. That seems reasonable. The plan appears to be... Make a bronze suit of armor and stuff a fire elemental in it. That should probably work, right? Step one, procure fire elemental. Step two, question mark. Step three, Azure Buddy. How, you might ask, did the deep gnomes keep a fire elemental around while they finished their project? Wouldn't it just burn them all alive and peace out? I am so glad you asked. Remember that underground river? Some clever gnomes created a shower room of sorts from a diverted river water to create a little prison for their Bernie friend. Actually made a little sketch of this for D23. I will probably post it to the GM's notebook Instagram so you can see it. Actually made a little sketch of this for D23. I will post it to the GM's notebook Instagram account so that you can see it. This is the state the PCs would find the mine. The gnomes are still using minecarts in the pulley system to transport goods into the mine. They would be very likely to operate at night, as much for secrecy as to avoid the sun. They've had enough time to construct some temporary housing, and I'd estimate that there would be about 10 of them at any given time. Perhaps an authority figure stops by from time to time to check on their progress as they attempt to forge some type of body for the fire elemental. Just like the mother moths we talked about in episode number one, you could sprinkle in some foreshadowing to hint at what's happening. The PCs would probably overhear some town guards or other locals talking about it. Various bronze objects would have gone missing or been reported stolen. Fresh wagon tracks lead off of the main road up the path to the mine entrance that no one's really gone to in a long time. Anything that might hint at activities happening in a place thought to be empty. Once the PCs take the bait, we give them some more breadcrumbs as they head off to explore the mine. Deep ruts in the road and hoof prints indicate wagons loaded with something were headed up the hill towards the mine. Entering the mine, they would notice oxen or stout horses snacking on some fresh hay. Most mines or caves are dark, cold, musty places, but our mine has a fire elemental and an underground river flowing through it. That would create heat and humidity. As the PCs get deeper in the mine, the temperature gets warmer instead of colder and increasingly humid, which would be unexpected. Providing these little details will prompt more questions than answers and encourage the PCs to explore even deeper. I envision the mine being deeper than it is wide, a cavern or two for exploration before descending to the next level. To focus the efforts of the PCs, but also to dramatize the increase in temperature and humidity. The actual layout of the mine is up to you. It would depend on the level of the PCs, the kinds of things that you would want to tuck in the nooks and crannies for them to find. Bioluminescent mushrooms? Sure. An ancient weapon in a hidden shrine? Why not? A giant dead bug that doubles as a slide? Of course! The fantasy world is your oyster. 
When the PCs finally discover what's going on here, how will they respond? Will they beat up the deep gnomes and free the fire elemental? Will they just nick some stuff from the treasure pile and be on their way? What is in the treasure pile anyway? So there you have it, the framework for a mine with a new purpose. All you have to do is fill it with all the stuff your players enjoy. That will do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you heard something to make your next game amazing. The best way to support the show is to follow on Instagram at the GM's Notebook. And also you can head over to the DM's Guild and look for Swamp Poetry by Jennifer A. Rosewood. That's me. That is my encounter. If you buy that for a couple of bucks, I get a few bucks and you get an encounter. If you end up using a form of this mine in your game, please let me know. You can send your emails to thegmsnotebook at gmail.com. Until next time, I bid you a fond farewell.